0: movies 2007 los angeles the city has changed cops rule the day punks rule the night and one man wants to rule them all There's only one thing he needs to succeed. This is only half. Find me the other half now. And look who's got it. It magnifies the power inside you. This half gives power over the body. All right, so where's the on button? Now, two brothers will stop at nothing to protect their half. Look out! stop at nothing to possess it. you love this. Let's have some fun. Who wants
1: gum? Ah! Hi and welcome to wood walking, woodworking... Woodworking? Uh, Woodwalking? That's alright. I was going to right. right. do on, some, some crappy joke. All right. Life power. Yeah, alright. Um, hi and welcome to the Badly Awesome Movies podcast, where not only do we watch badly awesome movies, we also stuff up our intros. Yes. i mean, watch I'm bad Justin... Movies. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes awesome movies. Hopefully bad and awesome. Hopefully both. Sometimes one or the other. Uh, I'm Justin and with me as always is Ben. Say hello Ben. Hello. And this week we are looking at the um, classic arcade game turned video movie type thing, Double Dragon.
2: It's definitely a motion picture, I can say that much. It exists. Yes. Yeah. Alright, I, I
1: think that's the positives out of the way. Yeah,
2: Double. so Double Dragon <laughs> is the movie on this episode. Uh, Is there anything we need to catch up on in the last months?
1: Um, Nothing really exciting. Well, actually, no, a couple of things happened with me. Um, It's just been absolutely hectic here with um, work. My wife's self-employed and she's just been flat out and that makes everyone else flat out as well. But I'm starting a new role with work. And as a part of that, I actually got my first ever work interstate trip for training. So I got flown up to Brisbane for a week.
2: Yeah. And so you're not going to get flown down to Tassie, are you? That would be like, oh, you know, no. a real journey.
1: Um, you haven't so been to
2: Tassie, have you? This is the whole thing we had on the last yeah, episode. It's, it's always a disaster uh, when, you, when you got Dari on the podcast. It's like, oh, my God, <laughs> who, who's she going to make angry now? <laughs> I recorded an episode for the last night and I'm... Um, I'm dreading to start playing that thing and edit that together. <laughs> always, a, always a lively conversation. She's not going to listen to this. She doesn't no. listen to any podcasts. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so I flew up to Brisbane and um, had my first ever work-related travel, which was a nice nice little thing and a bit of a break from being at home for uh, for a week or so. And Yeah, I was very happy with that. Nothing compared to you going off to Japan or anything like that, yeah, but... Cool. I've I've worked where I work for fifteen years and this is the first time they've actually sprung for for me to go anywhere, so I was pretty happy with that.
2: With the new position, does that put you back in the, the C B D? Because that was a job that you were doing for a while, or are you still in the same location?
1: Uh no, new location. I'm actually going to be in Ballarat.
2: Right. I've never which, been to Ballarat but I've Okay it, I know it, it. it's a
1: country town it's a country town about an hour and a half out of Melbourne C B D. Yeah. Um and because I'm on the western suburbs it's only about 45 minutes from where I am okay, so that's it's actually f- even though it's further it's actually faster for me to get to Ballarat than it is for me to get into Brunswick in the city. So um yeah, nice nice smooth run, couple of podcasts loaded up in the car and um yeah, I'll be having a ball.
2: Nice. My job's changing at some point as well still but I've uh, still got another month to wait, but my hours are changing and my, my uh, what I actually do is changing for the better, for the easier. Oh, good. Uh, but I'll, I'll talk about that when it eventually happens, hopefully. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of waiting. I've been doing the thing that I've been doing at, at work for 14 years at this point and I'm ready for a change, so I've got like a very, very easy job as too easy where i'm not yep. doing enough and the days just go forever but i'm going to be moving into a job that's going to keep me very busy and um yeah you know, well i'm racing against the clock instead of like oh god i just uh sitting here <laughs> waiting for stuff to happen so it's, it's gonna be challenging but uh i look forward to it but yeah and i got a cat yesterday as i was telling you before we started recording my, my first ever cat first pet so it's a whole new world, and uh, Cat likes me enough at this point. But That's good. hopefully it starts uh, coming out of the laundry and uh, exploring a bit more.
1: There's, there's two things you need to know about Cats, given you've never owned one before. One is that they're cute, cuddly, um, really good for making you feel all aww, <laughs> and everything like that. Warm fuzzies. And and the other thing that you need to realize about them, they are complete psychopaths and evil, evil bastards. Yeah,
2: and you can get some funny YouTube videos out of them if you're lucky. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be indoor cat because anybody that's listened to the podcast or recorded with me will hear all the bloody traffic, trucks, mm-hmm. and motorbikes going past. So very busy road. Um, I'm right at the start of the hill at the the roundabout, so you're not getting cars going super fast, but you get the maniacs that are doing burnouts and shit out the front yeah. Way. So too dangerous for the cat to go outside And I'd be stressing too much So indoor cat, just a tabby yep. And it's about two years old so. Okay Yeah, and uh, you know, I've been going to Melbourne for wrestling I did have a bit of a break There was like three weeks without any trips So yep. I was over last weekend for Melbourne City Wrestling And then I don't go back until August 31st So there's a bit of a break there
0: mm.
1: no, The whole, whole month Yeah Whatever so, will you do with yourself?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Well, oh, the local the, the local wrestling's on <laughs> on the seventeenth, August seventeenth, and they're actually bringing in um, one of the Melbourne guys, one of my my favourite Australian wrestlers, uh, Richie Taylor. So I'm looking forward... is his first uh, match in um, TCW. So I'm really looking forward to that. Okay.
1: Yeah. And uh, and TCW they they stole their name from somewhere, I right hear. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's been more than one Tasmanian <laughs> Championship
2: Wrestling you know, back in uh, in the, the college days. Backyard wrestling. I'll oh, probably even in in high school. So you obviously you saw my uh, the photo I put up on social media of my my VHS yeah. uh, v- VHS tape. cassette that had <laughs> um,
1: I think WWE Raw crossed out and um, <laughs> TCW written over the top. Yeah, well you know which um, one's um, was better. Your you? backyard wrestling matches. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's
2: <laughs> random stuff at the end of the tape where it's like uh, parties and things after football house parties. Oh yeah, I've got the hot, like i did notice that i've got some like stars next to some of the the chapters on the tape i suppose and those are things that i've i've actually got them on facebook i've got my backyard wrestling stuff up there oh cool you go into my profile deep into the the archives is uh my my highlight package i suppose <laughs> <laughs> so i when um the real tasmanian championship wrestling started coming together that's oh, got six years no. ago or something there you go. You can hear the traffic yep. now. Yep. Um, I, I had a a message over YouTube, which is unusual. So like, who the hell is trying to message me over this? And it was some person saying, "Hi, is this the Tasmanian Championship Wrestling?" That I can't even remember what it was. But I was like, "What are you talking about? Like this is <laughs> I, I didn't even know that there was a real one starting up, and I'm getting um, queries over it. So, <laughs> yeah. So,
1: um. Well, I, th- I think we could probably move on to talking about Double Dragon. But um, before we start talking about the movie, given that it's um, based game. on the, the video games, we should probably have a quick chat about our history with the the Double Dragon video games yeah, before well, we start talking about the movie. I'll go
2: first because mine's right. pretty short. The only experience I've got with the Double Dragon games is the Double Dragon Battle Crow. Battle Crow, Uh Battle Toads crossover and was that mm-hmm. on the Super Nintendo
1: I'm not sure I, I've seen a few references to it I've never actually seen that particular one
2: so that's well, I'm pretty sure I've played it I've, yeah I oh. must have done must have done a long yeah. time ago so that if I have played it then that's the only one I've played of Double Dragon
1: okay um, have you tried Double Dragon Neon that's only just
2: come out a couple years ago didn't it yeah Yeah. no, no I haven't played it well, yeah, was it any good because I don't think it had great reviews did it
1: I really liked it. Mm. Um, it. The thing about being an old gamer, such as myself, is um, there's a difference between what you remember with your rose-tinted glasses and how things actually work. And if you go back and actually play Double Dragon, um, and I found the, um, the original Double Dragon was on Xbox Live Arcade and got pulled from the library. but because i had the demo in my download history i was able to load it up this morning and have a quick just a quick play on the first level and remember just how old school the original game was just you know you only had a couple of moves you had a kick button a punch button you had jump and you had the joystick and that was it and there were a couple of combos you could do like the elbow and the, yeah, wasn't kick the back and elbow, and like wasn't that.
2: that the most lethal move or something?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, but when you think back to playing it as a kid, you don't remember it like that. You remember how awesome you felt going through, walking down the streets, beating up all the gang members and um, all that sort of stuff. And playing Double Dragon Neon was like this really... It, it hit that sweet spot of it ticked all the nostalgia... Buttons of how you remember it playing, but it added in a lot more current combinations and more options. And you can Im- improve your characters a bit and things like that, so that it plays like a modern game, but it really gives you the old school vibes at the same time. And the soundtrack was I was about great.
2: to say, it must have like a retro, uh, it, you chip can tune actually get soundtrack. Get
1: No, it's got this. It has got this really good um, soundtrack, and you can get it um, through like uh, SoundCloud or Spotify or something like that as well. I remember picking it up for free that the um, I was going to say producer composer um, got out there. It's really good, Uh, but I grew up playing the arcade original and the Sega. I'm going to say Master System version. Um, I always get Master System and Mega Drive mixed up. Wow. Um, <laughs> because I had a Commodore 64. I went to my mate's place to play Sega. Yeah. Um But that's where the memories are so good because I'd, I'd go over to this mate's place and he's a mad wrestling fan as well. Um, but um, we'd go over to his place, we'd sit down, we'd work our way through, we'd keep playing and um, we finally got to the point where we got to the... The end boss, the um, the the person that captures your girlfriend at the start is called um, Willie or Machine Gun Willie or something like that. And um, you get to the end, you fight him, and you free the girlfriend. And then if both of you make, if you and your brother or your yeah, that your mates controlling both make it to the very end, do you know what happens?
2: You fight against each other, don't you? Yeah, you you yeah, got to you got to
1: fight each other to win the girl. Yeah. So it really tests your friendship when you get to the end of the game it's like, right I'm gonna, you know, we've done it, yay oh, hang on, why isn't it finished yet oh, crap do you know if there's (laughs)
2: any other video games where like a co-op one where you get to the very end and then you've got to fight each other I feel like there must be some other stuff
1: there would have to be, the only other one I can think of off the top of my head is Golden Axe but that definitely didn't have you fighting each other at the end Um, yeah look there there probably is but um, I definitely have some strong memories of of playing Double Dragon with with my best mate in primary school and um, getting to the end and us just viciously beating the crap out of each other Um, and then going out the backyard and having a wrestling match on the Uh, trampoline? (laughs) no no trampoline just um, oh on the dirt yeah on the dirt you'd hurt yourself on a trampoline real hardcore (laughs) um and then I, I played it in the arcades a bit as well because it was around that time but um because my mate had it on his sega that was definitely when i played it the most but uh yeah look i'd definitely check out double dragon neon as well it's um one of i've, I've sunk a few hours into but never completed and keep keep meaning to go back but uh it's not like i don't have tons of Game, so I, I just bought a new game
2: yesterday and it might take me a while to finish because it's uh, The Witcher 3 Game of the Year edition oh nice so I only just started it and I can see myself uh, getting I don't know if I'm going to get sick of it or if I'm just going to plough through the mainline, the the main quest or whatever but, and it's got the expansion packs and all that so I think that's going to keep me busy
1: yeah that, that'll definitely keep if you get stuck into that that'll keep you going for a long time
2: yeah 100 hour game or something apparently yeah uh, any other Double Dragon games that you've played or did they have like a toy line was there ever a cartoon series anything like that or did they just go straight to the, the live action movie for
1: for me personally it was mostly Double Dragon 1 and 2 and mostly Double Dragon on the Sega uh, there was a animated cartoon that was around just before the animated cartoon yeah that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that was around just before the movie and I would be incredibly surprised if there wasn't a toy line, but I never saw anything that I can remember. Um, yeah, it was basically straight to the movie and I didn't see it in the cinemas, but I'm sure I saw it in a new release when it came to the video stores. And, um, oh man, it, it was... Well, we'll cover that in a minute.
2: <laughs> I feel... Okay, let's... Officially talking about the movie now. Double Dragon. Yeah, 1994. Double drag. It's IMDb not just rating. a game anymore.
1: Is that the... Um, That's the tagline. It's not just a game anymore.
2: Oh, okay. It's a, a 3.7 on IMDb. I don't see a Metacritic in front of me. Uh, two brothers have half of the powerful ancient Chinese talisman. and evil gang leader has the other half. And determines to get the brothers' half and have a complete medallion. Oh wow, this what a thing! here So he can gain <laughs> absolute power. That's the IMDb little uh, synopsis thing there. And uh, directed by James Yukich, uh, had a quick look on his filmography. Seems to do a lot of concert DVDs and music videos. Like okay, you look at his uh his four things that he's known for. There's Double Dragon, uh, The Return of Bruno, which is. Looks like it's a musical um, Bruce Willis movie, and then like his other two top things are like Phil Collins and Genesis. Okay. Concert DVDs. So.
1: And and just to put this movie in a timeline, um, this this came out after Terminator Two, and in between when Super Mario Brothers movie I, and the Street Fighter movie came out. I, I was so. getting
2: serious. Mario Brothers movie vibes from this <laughs> but I think this might have been better than that still yeah, but, I, I th- but I haven't watched that I, for a I, long time yeah
1: I, I think the the writing is probably on par but the actors actually tried <laughs> a little harder
2: yeah. so we've got Robert Patrick here you know the, the T-1000 or whatever he is from Terminator 2 so I'm most likely that's why he brought it up but then we've also got like the the special effects Like we didn't have any stop motion like old school uh Terminator 1 Terminator 1 stuff did we? we just had this weird whenever Robert Patrick m- morphed and turned, turned into like a shadow? paper or something yeah a shadow yeah. thing the shadow effect uh, straight out of Ghost I thought okay yeah, Patrick Swayze Demi Moore You've seen, have you seen Ghost?
1: yeah I, I, I have heard of yeah I have seen Ghost
2: okay did you get that did it seem like very much the same effect turns into the shadow and flies along the floor type of thing
1: yeah um I I I couldn't quite picture where I um where it looked familiar from but that would that would probably be where
2: Yeah. Uh so do you want to go through any plot points or do we just want to tackle it with our dot points?
1: Yeah, Does- um No, no no real dot points. Uh sorry, no no real plot points to to say. Um I'd probably just say that um at first thought, when you know, thinking back to the video game, the the whole setting for this seemed wrong, but apparently not so much.
2: Like the futuristic look of it all.
1: Yeah. yeah. So having having done a bit of a, a Wikipedia dive, uh, the the setting for this movie for, for the listeners is who have been smart enough not to actually watch this movie. <laughs> um, is it's City in LA in or New York or some major No American it's city. LA, but they It is LA. Yeah.
2: They it was called New Angeles though, wasn't it? Because there's uh, been earthquakes and all that yeah. sort of stuff
1: going so, on. So so yeah, there was yeah, it's it's New Angeles, which is yeah, post earthquake Los Angeles, where there's been this major earthquake. It's it's almost like a post apocalyptic style setting, but also a very sort of punk sitting as well and the basic concept is that the police have control of the streets during the day but during the night all the gangs come out and take over and the police just go nut nah, too the much police are, yeah that they pack the police it in at like 7 p.m or something don't they yeah it's the yeah, curfew at dusk. yeah they're too scared And of that. um i thought watching it that oh, that doesn't really feel like the movie or the, the game but Looking through Wikipedia, the um, the actual game was set in a post-disaster um, Los Angeles. So Was it the year 2007, just like the movie? I didn't go that far. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't check the dates. I don't think it had any dates on it.
2: But When you get that establishing shot of the city, i got serious vibes from not only the Mario Brothers movie, but Final Fantasy VII. It looked like... Whatever the world's called in Final Fantasy VII, where the action takes place, whatever that city is, like so I've only ever played it like once. That's full, okay. I, I started
1: at Final Fantasy VIII, so Seven VII never really had any appeal for me. Okay,
2: yeah, Eight's my main one, but yeah, yeah, it looks like the place from Seven,
1: <clears throat> from what I remember anyway. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let, let's let's maybe do a quick. Plot synopsis and uh, a quick rundown of the movie and then hit the dot points, yeah? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, short version, as best as I can chuck this together. There's a medallion. It gives the person who wears it magical powers. Robert Patrick's character has been chasing it. He finds his first half of the medallion and starts trying to find the second half, which is held by the Lee brothers uh, Billy and Jimmy, and, uh, eventually hunts them down, gets hold of, and tries to get hold of it, there's, um, a big water chase with a speedboat, there's a few fight scenes, it's very clear that these kids are, uh, that the Lee brothers are, are pretty damn immature, and, um, everyone's just trying to Survive as best they can until the big baddie gets all the gangs together to try and take over the whole lot, and they eventually get hold of the medallion and kick his ass, and the end.
2: And there's a that's a, a really version. On the way. These Lee brothers are just trying to <laughs> make up as as many jokes as they can fit into this movie. I thought it was a bit over the top.
1: Oh um. yeah, it it's um. Very. It actually reminded me a little of the Ninja Turtles movie With the, the way they were doing the one-liners
2: It wishes it was the Ninja Turtles movie Well, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, We should talk
2: about the other members of the cast So, yes. Mark De Mark Dacascos as Jimmy Lee So, uh, currently, his most recent work, or notable work is John Wick 3, he's the, the, the villain in that Oh, cool Yeah, so, because Hiroyuki Sonata, I think his name is uh you saw Endgame, didn't you? Endgame. Avengers Avengers Endgame. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he's the guy that has that very short fight scene against Hawkeye.
1: Oh the um in Tokyo. In Tokyo, whatever. yep.
2: Yeah. Yep. So because that actor, he was meant to play the he was gonna play. The villain in John Wick 3 but he turned it down for a role in Avengers Endgame and it turned out to be that tiny role so then Mark Dacascos quickly got cast sort of I think it was like with weeks to go until he starts shooting and Mark Dacascos gets this huge role he's like the Iron Chef America he's been on like 500 episodes of the Iron Chef or something Oh wow! So, and uh, lots of martial arts movies in the past, Have you were you familiar with his work at all? No I wasn't yeah, he's got a lot of straight to DVD martial arts stuff from the 90s. There's one like Capoeira movie that I've got that he's in. Mm-hmm. He was in the he played the crow in the Crow TV series that only lasted one or two seasons.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, we've also got Scott Wolf. Who yes. Was in a, he had a minor role in the Ninja Turtles movie on the last episode. Uh and the only thing I know him from, uh, he was in Party of 5.
1: Yeah. And and I think that's all anybody knows him from. Yeah. Um this this was his first um chance to play a leading character in a in an action movie in a uh movie and i think after watching it it was his only chance at play <laughs> um it's a bit forgettable yeah
2: but we're also Alyssa Milano as well
1: yes which and- um who plays marion um marion from the video games is the girl that famously gets kidnapped at the start of the the double dragon game and the Lee brothers go to rescue her
2: she was portrayed as a much more stronger character in this then
1: yes so she ran a not a gang as such but that's probably the easiest easiest comparison of um, kids that were called the power core that were trying to help the city get back on its feet and things like that but uh, it was never really clear too much exactly what they did um, but they weren't a gang because they were um, but yeah again it's probably about the closest thing you could compare it to um, but yeah she was the leader of them and also the daughter of the chief of police
2: yes typical uh, plot device though, I think of course yeah. the, the punk leader is uh, you know, going to be involved with the police somehow um, I'd like the world building in this where it reminds me like of sort of last action hero and demolition man how you've got Andy Dick as Andy Dick and he's like on the news and we've got Vanna White and whoever the the other news person was and they're like they're just talking about like um, who was the celebrity oh they're talking about Madonna and it just sort of felt like one of those alternate future movies where you know in Demolition Man uh, Taco Bell is owns every restaurant or something yeah it, it sort of had that fun vibe to it
1: yep um, yeah absolutely I, I did like the setting um, and it was oh, I'm trying to think of, was it Kurt Wagner no George Hamilton George Hamilton was the other one worked yeah, with um, Vanuat yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, oh, who else oh wait oh no I was thinking of um, that's another thing um, so yeah the, the whole post post-apocalyptic um, setting with the crass marketing and you know very running man sort of marketing type stuff but not type of thing yeah um, but uh, not done anywhere near as well but oh, no. but it was there know, yeah, and, and you appreciate that Um, so yeah that was all pretty good oh, um, I
2: forgot to ask yeah. had you watched this movie before?
1: Uh, yeah when it fir- when it first came out on VHS. Oh, not, yeah. I, I would have watched it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I had seen it once before and I remember it being as cheesy as all hell. Yeah. Um, I think I might have watched, I don't know if I watched it back on VHS
2: or maybe it was like a, a cheap DVD that I traded for it, like a the cash converters or something like that. But I know I'd seen it before, but I'm just not sure how. But I feel like I wasn't yeah. that young when I saw it. Yeah. And I still thought it was bad at that point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I think we've covered off the main actors in it, but as yeah. far as characters are concerned, there were um, a couple from the video game that were there. You had um, Linda Lash as um, Robert Patrick's sort of right hand. Um, she's the one with the whip, which um, has been a, a staple of the video game series uh, right from the start. Um, they keep calling her Lash, and in the game Linda, so it's it's Linda Lash, and a Bobo, who is if you remember the very first level of the the original game is the guy that this massive giant of a guy who just bursts through a wall and starts attacking you as you as you're fighting along. Um, then does he
2: get mutated in the game? Because on this he gets all drugged up and comes back in as this. Like a juggernaut type of thing.
1: Yeah, the the mutated abobo is more like the abobo from the video games because oh, okay, he's, okay. he's quite big and like I said, he starts by just bursting through a brick wall. So um, yeah, so abobo and um, Linda Lash were, were both characters from the the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and yeah, so there was oh. two.
2: Scenes that I could sort of remember from before I rewatched it. I remember there was like a speedboat chase thing, and yep. I remembered that, or in my head, it was like they're in like a car chase and it's like the most high tech van ever. Oh. But then, but then watching it, it's like, oh no, they've got like a station wagon and they've got to throw things into the engine or some sort of it's like a steam yeah. train where you've got to keep fueling it by throwing like coal in
1: mm yep. oh it um it reminded me of the um the modified fuel for the Delorean in back to the future yeah yeah 'cause you could just <laughs> you could literally just chuck anything in there to yeah you know, they' would chuck it in um food and clothes and whatever the hell they could just find to give it a bit of energy mm. um but
2: was that the most unexciting car chase you've ever seen in a
1: movie um i I was still getting over the high tech graphics <laughs> oh yeah we had systems. so many
2: weird effects in this thing yeah. early uh, I don't even know what kind of um, special effects you call that but, uh, yeah rotoscoping it or something maybe I don't know yeah it didn't look that great but no. so the bag Bobo and his henchmen or whatever they're in their truck thing yep and it's got the big teeth on it so were they even looking out the window or were they like driving by watching through a monitor which was the crazy graphics
1: uh, they started looking through the window and then the Lee brothers um, blocked the windshield okay, so, right. I was um, wondering why they had yeah. this weird view and, and then they, they changed to the um, the computer um, GPS thing yeah. which is barely even 8 bit Yeah. That, so they must have been given a
2: budget for this movie and then they like we've got, to, we've got to waste this on these stupid effects for some reason so I don't know why they made that choice
1: no, it's um
2: it certainly is no Terminator Two liquid terminator kind of stuff, is it?
1: No, not even close. Yeah. Um Yeah, so what was your favourite part of the movie?
2: Well, we haven't even talked about the martial arts scenes. Like I thought oh, yeah, of course. in the in the the Lee's what is it their hideout or what do you call it? Like their training facility? Yeah. They've just got all their, their old, rope swings um, and all that sort of nonsense. Yeah. Like everything that was in in there that was pretty good
1: yeah they they had a um an abandoned um not a movie theater- um, yeah theater i think it was either a theater or a movie theater that had been abandoned that they um were living in um you also had your first introduction with them was them on a in a two on two underground cage fight Rambo sort of two thing. fight scene or something yeah which um they lost <laughs> they lost um, yeah. cuz billy lee was a complete smart ass and wasn't taking things seriously and um that was the end of that um yeah the um the fight scenes weren't bad um they they definitely had that sort of cheesy action comedy vibe to a, to a lot of them but you could also see that there was some serious martial arts going in there as well but um you know things like guys swinging off ropes and doing unnecessarily flips and um diving under cars and and things like that uh and one-liners lots of yeah, cheesy one in there uh,
2: yeah the fight scene in the junkyard a bit later on as well and then you got the lees trying to escape and they're like in a little boat shed and there's a motorbike in there that completely falls apart uh, like, oh, maybe we should just make it, swim for it. And they go, "Are you kidding? That's like liquid sludge. It'll sludge. It'll like burn you up immediately or something." And then it's just normal water. <laughs> and they, they end with their boat gets destroyed or something. And like they're completely in the water and they're fine. Oh, they go, "Yeah." Oh, if you even swallow a drop of this, you'll be what you have diarrhea for a week or something like that. Yeah. And then they just start spitting water at each other. <laughs> I don't know it's a yeah. bit ridiculous <laughs> so how did the like I didn't get I got the last 10 minutes and it's like I'm too tired I can't finish this did they have to fight each other at the end did they do the video game thing uh,
1: a little bit so um, Billy Lee which was um, Mr. Party of Five yeah. was um, the one that was holding their half of the medallion and they, they could never work out how to activate it Uh, And at one point, he goes to just chuck it away. He he doesn't want it anymore. And um, it then sort of hovers in midair and flies back to him and and activates. And he gets the the power of the body because the other half that the bad guy had was the power of the soul. Uh, And And that that basically made him invulnerable. So he did end up fighting his brother for a little while while his brother was... possessed by robert patrick's character okay uh which was was it koga shugu yeah or yeah it was a terrible name Um, was it meant
2: to be an asian actor and then they go oh let's just put robert patrick in it was he's famous
1: i have just kept him with an asian name yeah Yeah. well no i mean the thing is his, his original name in the movie his original name was victor geisman and he renames himself to koga shugu oh okay uh, for for reasons that no one ever explains um, yeah so um, but he he ended up uh, possessing possessing Jimmy Lee and there's a bit of a fight between the two brothers and then um, eventually he um, Robert Patrick's character gets hold of both halves of the medallions and there's a um, bit of a fight there Um, you do actually get the Double Dragon arcade machine put in um, the background during this sort of last 10-20 minutes of the movie Um, so you see the actual Double Dragon arcade machine which ends up getting um, smashed during the fight as well Um, and then the two brothers get hold of the two halves of the medallions off him. They manage to get it off him and um, then they get their transformation moment and their red and blue outfits, uh, just like in the arcade games, and um, proceed to beat the crap out of the bad guy. And then... um, (laughs) um, I did actually like this bit. Um, Jimmy Lee jumps into his body and um, basically has him saunter up to the cops and go, Hi, I'd like you to arrest me, please. <laughs> and for all the trouble, I'll write out this check for $25 million. Here you go. <laughs> and then unpossesses him. And he's just like, what? What? No! <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, and then it ends with um, a Bobo being reformed and and realising that he wants to be a good guy um Marion hanging out with the the dragon brothers and the Lee brothers and um everyone just driving off in the um, dragon wagon
2: (laughs) a lot of nonsense with Abobo like it's just a lot of grunting and yelling for just that stuff wears really thin when you go back to these like mid 90s yeah, straight to VHS action movies at the time.
1: Although he oh. was being tortured with uh, by being force-fed spinach. Okay, <laughs> just just chucking that in there too. Oh, spinach
2: is alright. Spinach, baby spinach leaves. I have that a lot. So. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, um, so I've gone through all my notes. Is there anything else you've got, or should we uh, give the movie a rating?
1: I I think we're basically ready to give this a rating. Hmm. So, um, for listeners, the the way we do our rating is a scale of 1 to 9. A rating of 1 through to 3 is just a bad movie. It's it's just bad. Um, 4 to 6 is a normal movie. So, anything from uh, just a standard summer blockbuster up to Gone with the Wind. Um, It's a movie of... You know, average it, is, bad. It,
2: is it is it made well or
1: not yeah um, you know, as long as it's not a bad movie it's you know where you'd put you know anything that most people would rate a you know six out of ten up to a 10 out of 10 movie you know Oscar winning movie would be in our four to six range yeah and then because we really appreciate the fact that a movie can be both bad and awesome. Um, those movies that are um, just so bad that they're fun to watch fall in the 7 to 9 range hmm. um, what are your thoughts?
2: I think it's a 3 for me
1: okay, so totally bad just, I'd like bad without enough redeeming features to be badly awesome
2: there's nothing awesome about it for me, <laughs> like I couldn't get to the end, You know, I got close <laughs> I got to the, like, the last 10-15 minutes not awfully made it's just tedious too many one-liners it is made for kids though obviously so i'm, I'm going to go with three all
1: I'm right
2: never never predict how
1: you're going to fall on a movie though you're <laughs> probably going to give it an eight um i'm going to give it a seven <laughs> so that that's just on the badly awesome part of the badly awesome scale Yeah. so it yeah we, we've seen movies that are definitely more badly awesome than this one um, it definitely doesn't fit in that 4 to 6 range.
2: Um,
1: no, no, so, so it's really, easy,
2: we... It's the easiest part to figure out. It's not one of them.
1: Yeah. Um, so really, if you cut out that 4 to 6 range, it's really a fine line between a 3 and a 7. Um, we have the weirdest bloody rating system.
2: No, you came uh, up with it. I did. I like
1: it. Uh, now, I uh, don't think we've yeah, got yeah, I'll I'd, I'd give it a well. 7. No, no. Only I, um, just put it up not that long ago. Yeah, I, I put something up yesterday. and Oh, sorry, first thing this morning. And then again, just as we were recording. Um, and no, nope, Sean Cullen liked the tweet that I sent out saying we are recording tonight, but didn't actually um, comment. Come on, Sean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, Maybe is. not many
2: people have seen this movie.
1: Well, so that that's probably a good thing.
2: That's why... I, I'm trying to choose movies that are gonna get feedback. Things like Ninja Turtles. So my next movie, you reply is like, "Is this do people think this is a bad movie?" It's like uh, regular people might think it's a bad movie, but people like us think it's an awesome movie. And that is Roadhouse. As, uh, I was thinking along the Patrick Swayze line back when the, the go. I thought of ghost. Yeah. With the, those effects from uh, Double Dragon. I was saying, oh, I don't think Ghost's gonna be a, a BAM movie, so let's go with Roadhouse. So it is streaming on Stan, and have you seen it before?
1: Uh I actually don't think I have. I've definitely seen Ghost and because of my wife I've definitely seen Dirty Dancing at least enough parts of it yeah. to have counted as seeing the whole movie. Yeah. I've never seen it. Um But oh, I've, I've um, seen I've seen Roadhouse, but not for at least yeah. 10 years um, but yeah I don't think I have watched Roadhouse so this will be a new one for me cool I, I know a little bit about it um, I know that um, Sam Elliott played um, like yeah, his mentor be. yeah um, bouncer guy and um a cooler. That's, that's about all I know. Yeah. Like um, when I
2: first, this is the first thing I saw was Sam Elliott, and then I'm like, oh my god, this guy is so cool, <laughs> with his long grey hair. And then I, I purposely went out of my way to watch Sam Elliott things. He's got a wicked voice as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. Although I'm pretty sure Sam Elliott was in um, the first Ghost Rider movie. Yep. yep. And that that um is definitely on the Badly Awesome scale. Ooh, yeah. Somewhere.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I've only seen it once, and that was a very long time ago.
1: Yeah. Um, I actually saw it with my father. Um, yeah. We went and saw it at the cinema. And, um, and you haven't seen him since? Uh, well, he, he doesn't watch movies with me much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, I, I went to see um, Ghost Rider on the basis that it was a Marvel movie. Yeah. But this was back before Marvel movies were um, good.
2: Was that made by Marvel? Was that like a Fox one? Well, was, it, it was... was Ghost it was Rider based and X-Men?
1: Ghost Rider is a Marvel character.
2: Yeah, I know that, but did he um, come under but, the X-Men uh, branch?
1: Don't it was pre all of that. Oh, or was it after the um, first X-Men movie? Hmm. I'm not too sure. Um, we may have to think of that maybe for a movie after next
2: keep talking i'm looking it up (laughs) who owns ghost rider
1: and when did it come out movie rights yeah has got to be like 2005 or something yeah um but uh yeah i went to watch it just because it was a um marvel comics based movie came out in 2007
2: so around like blade time maybe
1: yeah maybe um but, uh, yeah, it, it was not a good movie. Re- regard. Oh, shit. Um, sorry, just completely sidetracked. Um, we should have probably covered this before we started talking about movies. Uh, Rutger Howard passed away.
2: Yeah, I'd never... I don't think I've seen a Rutger Howell movie apart from Hobo with a Shotgun. So I can't oh, really... Okay. Don't really have a point of view... Oh, okay. Um, But he seems like a BAM kind of guy, doesn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, he was in... um, You've never seen Blade Runner?
2: Oh, oh, yeah, I've seen that, but I was probably like 16 and I didn't know what the hell was going on.
1: Um, I I saw Blade Runner and then not long after I saw that, I watched um, Blind Fury. Yeah. Um, Which is definitely a drop-down from Blade Runner. (laughs)
2: Uh, the Ghost Rider movies were released by Sony so it was Spider-Man bad. yeah
1: yeah so yeah um yeah cause I think I think yeah Marvel uh what was it Fox had X-Men Fantastic Sony War. had Sony X-Men. had Spider-Man um yeah so um I think there was was there even a second Ghost Rider movie I yeah can't. there was two yeah. I never saw the second one yeah neither have I All right, I think I've got my pick for the week after next, the month after next.
2: Yeah, I like it.
1: All right, we should probably close this out and um, give you a chance to edit this because we are recording this one pretty close to the end of the month.
2: Oh, shit, yeah. Um, I've still got a dot points to edit as well. I'll see what happens. That's right, this one's more important. Hi, (laughs) Barry. But I don't think I'll be editing tonight. I just need to relax. I've been up since five o'clock this morning worked and did gym and everything so exhausted fair enough so until next time
1: all right catch you later bye bye